0: Conversation I was just behind a guy, had his blinker on for way too long, and then pulled into uh, well, it looked like an empty lot, but there was this gated-this is the same way you go every day-and it was this gated driveway, but it was all grass, so there's no actual driveway. It looked like I said, it looked like an empty lot, but it was gated, and now I have no idea. Now I have like this crazy science fiction horror story going through my head where this is some haunted door or something. It's very bizarre. It was a gate on just grass. Two grass. So he, he made the turn. It looked like he was pulling onto an empty lot. Just set some trees around it and then as I passed him I saw there was this gate. So now I got it. Now that's gonna bother me all day. This is three minutes from my house. I don't know what's going on down there with this haunted gate but there's definitely a haunted gate in my neighborhood Um, or or near my neighborhood and um, I'm not sure how to feel about that now. Uh, A little bit out of sorts this morning. You know, I overslept by 30 minutes this morning and it is crazy how... I guess it's not crazy. I guess it makes total sense. How your morning is just in total flux after that. Everything is rushed. You try and do everything you normally do in a half hour's less time. It's not not ideal luckily this is the week i decided i'm just not shaving i did not but i do not feel like shaving i'm not shaving and grow the beard out a little bit and um and live with it for now not not really the best time to do it it's fucking july but um just it was it, it, it just felt like i didn't feel like shaving so let's just do it let's grow it out and see how it looks these days a little bit of it's a luxury having used to be a burden, still is a burden, uh, but at this point it is a luxury, like this week it's a luxury to have a beard that grows in so, uh, fully, so quickly, like if I was to run from the law, that's, I mean, the automatic, the beard grow, like it's all of a sudden in a week, you're, I mean, now you gotta stay away from the cops for a week, but if you're able to lay low, all of a sudden you got a full beard. You're left you're, you're, you're left, you're a wanted man, you're clean shaven, and now all of a sudden, a week later, you got a full beard and uh nearly unrecognizable. All I had to do is maybe color my hair. Because the gray hair is the uh distinctive feature at that point. Um yeah, master of disguise. And you know, I always talked about faking your own death as being like a fantasy camp situation. Like that's a good idea. Let's let's see what it'd be like. That should be a vacation idea. Faking your own death, and then you just go like you, know, you have a fake shipwreck or something, and then you go to an you go to some exclusive island, and you use a new name, and it's just like it's kind of like play acting for the whole weekend. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It'd be for really rich people. Um, and then you just go the rest, you know. And you go for a week or whatever, and your name is uh I don't know. Dwayne Posner or something. I have no idea. Um, not Dwayne Posner. If you're gonna be a, if you're gonna fake your own death, get a better name than that. I don't know why that would be any better than a regular vacation, but um, something is very appealing to me about faking your own death. Go, going on the run from the law, that's another one. That's like an escape room type Uh, vacation. Like, if you really want to take escape rooms to the next level, all right, you're on the run from the law, and there's a guy chasing you for a week, and he's got to find you. I don't know how it will work exactly, or how anybody could afford that, but um, well, that's what it is. How about that? Then you take away, right? You can't use credit cards. You can only use X amount of cash, right? Because if you get credit cards, they they can track you. Um, yeah, the vehicle situation—you can't go around stealing cars for just for fun. Well, maybe it could. As long as you leave a note, I think it will be all right. Just pay—that's the—that's the thats the that's the escape room idea. Is you're on the run from the law for a week, see if you can stay away. I don't know, because if, if you made it the whole week without being caught, you just want to keep going, right? Like whatever the time limit was. You just want to keep going. See if you can whitey bulger it for a while. Fake name and stuff? Fake passport? See, that's... Yeah, that's... You would need to know... Right. So you'd have a list of people like, Okay, well, this guy... will give you this information on this guy who does fake passports or whatever. And this guy will get you a stolen car. And I'm putting air quotes. Not as I'm driving. Because that would be dangerous. But you need you need to have a list of guys that you know. So you have to be a criminal. You're playing a criminal role. Here's the guy who's chasing you. Here's the guy who could help you. Um, maybe here's somebody where you can maybe land him for a night or something like that. It's a really it's a, it's a really um, maybe it's a little too much for a vacation. It's not quite a vacation. It's for a, it's for a very special type of vacation. Right. You know, I'm a, I'd am a. rather be by the pool with a drink in my hand than pretending to run from the law and not showering for three days and growing my beard out. But it's like a fantasy camp, right? fantasy camp for people who never broke bad. But I, See, when I do a Yankee fantasy camp, when I go to a baseball camp, i probably not. The only reason I wouldn't do that is because of the other people. I could go, you do like a few days with, you know, some ex-Yankees come down. I could take batting practice with Bernie Williams or whatever. But it would only be because the other people there would be incredibly annoying. Like, I would love to go there and and take some hacks, shag some fly balls. You know, take some some grounders with like Luis Polonia or something. I don't know. I don't know what kind of Yankees. You know, Jeter wouldn't show up to those things maybe at some point he would but not yet is that kind of crazy like in the 60s and 70s Mickey Mantle had to do that kind of shit he had to stick around the team he had to be there, he needed the feet and also, I mean, he was a drop drop down alcoholic so he needed the, the beer money but like Jeter just he was the biggest star on the team and he went on to fucking co-own the Morals. and now he's doing whatever he's doing um, but like Mickey, he had to like hang around. He had to do appearances at like ballies in at Atlantic City and shit. Like, I had to do this fucking. It's so fucking weird how. I mean, it's the growth of the sport, but it's to think to think about it. It's my father. So I think, I think we all think Mickey Mantle is one of the best center fielders of all time. We all think Derek Jeter is one of the best shortstop of all time. But I think there's no question about it. Mickey Mantle's a better player. Mickey was just because his career earnings were nothing like what Jeters were. And his endorsement from nothing like what Jeters were. And he had to kinda chill for the team for a while. Forever. Um, but the people would just be you know that you know the kind of fans you're getting at those fantasy camps. You're gonna get you're gonna get the guys who are super fans kinda nerding out, and I don't want to be a part of that. And you're gonna get a couple hard-ons who think like, you know, if I just, if I just got my shot, you know, I could have been competing for you in center, Bernie. Like you're gonna get those guys too. I don't know what kind of guy I'd want to be, but not one of those guys. I'd want to be the guy with Mickey Rivers in center field, you know, having a joke, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know, I don't know. Or maybe at first with Tino. Just talking, nothing in particular. One of the guys, yeah, one of the guys. So maybe I'm part of the problem. Is I want to feel like one of the guys when I never was one of the guys. I'm, see, the people, including myself, are the problem. Um, all right. Yeah, I had a list of shit to talk about, and I left it at work. I got a couple other things though. The space space uh, camera. Now, i've been following this camera this camera went up it was during football season it went up this was on 60 minutes after one of the late games <laughs> so it's so i've been kind of following this camera going getting sent up but it's been up there for about six months because it had to be december or something that it was up there uh, that it was launched and there's all kinds of possibilities of things that people want um if you get up there and you know there's space debris number one uh, if it's, something opens, there's all these functions when the camera actually opened that can go wrong. It was tested and retested on Earth before it got sent up. But, you know, once you're in space, you never know. So there's all these pictures, okay, which I I think are very cool. So I, I'm, I'm part of that crowd that think it's very cool that they can have these pictures. But I don't fully understand any of them. I have the hardest time putting any of this together okay so this when you get into space and I'm going to explain something that I don't understand on any level at all it fucking confuses the shit out of me every time I try like I've read my son's books books meant for nine-year-olds to understand this and I have no fucking idea it does not my brain does not compute at all how this works when you get up to space, space and time, because the universe is always expanding, I know, that's be- I know that's a because, but the universe is always expanding. And I think that has something to do with how come space and time kind of intertwine up there. So one of the images is like the birth of a star from a billion, from 13 billion years ago, or something like that. And I don't understand how that because you you know, here on Earth, you drive to the Grand Canyon, you take a picture. That's the Grand Canyon on, you know, July twenty-second, twenty twenty two, whatever. You go to space with a camera, you take a picture, and that's a star that exists now someplace else, um, being born thirteen billion years ago. And like you get like the, the whole black hole situation, and once you like you're getting sucked into the black hole, it's you're not. You're not getting sucked into the black hole, but you are getting sucked into the black hole, but you can see yourself getting sucked into the black hole. And then you're in the black hole, and then you don't know, and then we don't know what's going to happen, right? At that point, there's a possibility that you didn't survive. I mean, if you survive that far, I guess you can can extend the imagination to believe you can survive further. But here's the thing, you're not going to survive getting to the black hole. So I don't know why we're concerned about how we're going to survive getting sucked into the black hole, but I digress. You know, once you're in the black hole, we don't know what's going to happen on the other side, if there's what's on the other side, etc. But, again, it's a time thing, okay? It's you know, time, like Interstellar talks about all that shit, how, you know, he goes to another planet and every, like, 10 seconds was 10 years on Earth. That's why when Matthew McConaughey goes back to Earth, somebody uh somebody was much much older his daughter maybe I forget um but uh is mean, that what happened it didn't, didn't did he have anything to do with Or was the daughter growing up so I guess him going there was a blessing because then he could be you know 40 and his daughter he I mean, missed you know missed a lot. I don't know if he, I don't know if he needed to go to another planet to do it have to, to save to save Earth because then everything happened while he was away. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe he just needed to fucking take a long vacation. Um all right. But that all th- it's a whole thing like how time passes differently. Which how can fucking time move differently? That's my tiny human brain does not Make any sense of any of that. It doesn't make any sense. Time is constant. Time, like, time's moving now. How can time move any differently just because you're in a different place? And I get you, sometimes your vacation, oh, time really just, time feels different here. I get that, right? Or like some days, like, oh, that day really flew by. We were really busy. I get the feeling of time moving differently. You know, when you were a kid, Summer seemed like forever. And now you're looking at it, it's like, fuck it, two months. Uh, two mo- like Two months, eight weekends. We gotta jam all this fucking bullshit into eight weekends. It's never going to work. We're not, we don't have enough time for anything. We don't have enough time for anything. So I, in, a, in that respect, you experience time differently as a kid, and you experience time differently as an adult. But uh, it, it's, it's, the time is moving the same as it ever was. All right? Time did not change because you got older. You changed. Your experience of it changed. Oh, there's nothing better when you're a kid. You're just, that last day of summer hits, and a week, a couple weeks late on this, but like last day of summer, last day of school hits. Last day of summer sucks. Last day of school hits, and the possibilities are endless. I mean, it's let your imagination run wild. Here you are with seemingly endless amount of time coming up and you with the okay, TV, you got all your toys, you got your friends, you got out the outdoors in the summer, you know, pools, sprinklers, baseball, everything at your fingertips. And you probably end up wasting more time. And then, you know, you, just like everybody. I wonder if, I don't remember if I was like that when I was a kid. But if you get to the end of a vacation and you're like, shit, I didn't do this, I didn't do this, I didn't do this. And I go back to work tomorrow. Like This is, fuck me, man. What the, what have I done? I've wasted all my time. I wonder if kids are going to be like that around Labor Day. Oh, no, I wasted my entire summer. I like that. I like that as like a short story or something. Kid who's was wasted his entire summer and then he just tries to jam everything into the last fucking couple days uh, before the end of it all. Um, all right, what else do we got? Uh, the worst part about why I, I mean, not why I overslept, and I mean, stay up, but you realize like I could have gone to bed a little bit earlier last night if I only didn't want to stay up and watch the Yankees. And it wasn't like I didn't like watch the Yanks and then go to sleep. It was, you know, it was out. Watch the Yankees, and then eventually went to sleep. But um, still, Sam to watch the Yankees and what might have been their worst loss of the season last night. Really disheartening. Uh, Judge wasn't playing again. Another day of rest. Um, now they're in that. Now they're in this mode. You got to protect your guys. So, such a big lead. I honestly, I fucking hate it. Honestly, I hate it. Because you should be out there every day trying to stomp on every fucking team that comes through. If he's hurt, he's hurt. All right? If he's hurt, he's hurt. Um, but I mean, he's your, like, he's your everyday center fielder. And they're and apparently they're looking for center fielders, which bothers the fuck out of me. Because no, he's been playing a great center field. He's perfect out there. He's not the guy you need to replace. You don't need to shift him over right and get a different center fielder. Let him stay in center. You're not protecting anybody. Okay. The whole idea of wear and tear is bullshit. He's a fucking professional athlete. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to get wear and tear from doing athletic things. That's what they're supposed to fucking do. Alright, I'm fucking sick and tired of every time everybody does the bare minimum. Oh, he's he's played... He's played 23 out of 24 games. He needs a rest. What the fuck are you talking about? He's supposed to play these games. He wants a... jillion fucking dollars to fucking take days off? No, stick him in center field. Play him every fucking day. He's the best player on the team. You're, uh, you're telling me that some fucking kid went there last night to watch the goddamn Reds, the lowly Reds, who have, I mean, they have Luis Castillo, who's a, who's a future Yankee Red Sox Dodger. You have Brandon Jury, who's a future Met Red Sox, I don't know what. He's, he's gonna end up someplace. And you have Joey Votto, who everybody loves for every reason he's quirky or something, and they have nothing else. And some kid, his dad took him there last night, and Judge is not fucking playing. It's a, it's fucking atrocious. No, man. Get him out there. Yeah, that was your worst loss of the season last night. Alright, you are up, you're up 3-0, and you kinda you went to sleep. Aaron Hicks got hurt, and you went to sleep. And then all of a sudden in the ninth inning You have Clay Holmes throws a dud. His worst outing of the season. Juani Peralta comes in and uh, almost almost has a little magic act, but doesn't quite make it. And... uh,